up everyone? Welcome to day seven of your New Year's resolutions. Hopefully y'all are still chugging along and making progress, but if you're not, that is okay. We are going to be talking all about New Year's resolutions today. So I, I am so excited. I love fresh starts, new calendar years, new planners, new everything, right? There is nothing more motivating and exciting to me than breaking out a brand new, just crisp, pure planner. I love it. Love everything about it. So there's going to be a few layers to this episode. Let's just jump right in. First things first, I think it's the most important, but that's just me. You have to support your friends and other people's resolutions. You've got to. Don't be that person that's like, oh, that's a stupid resolution. Why would they choose that? Let them be. Just let them be. Let them do their thing. Be supportive. And especially don't make it more difficult for them. If you know your friend is trying to eat healthy, don't invite them to Popeye's. Just don't do it. Don't be that person. And the biggest thing here, Support your friends through their goals. So if they fall off the bandwagon, which I'll talk about more in a second, help them back onto that bandwagon. Don't just be like, okay, yeah, let it go. Just forget about it. Help them get back on track. Help them get better. But I'm going to be talking all about that. So Daniel and I sent some pretty, uh, pretty tough New Year's resolutions this year. We are going zero alcohol for the entire year for varying reasons, but that's what we chose to do, right? And it was New Year's Day, and we were with the other people that we said, all right, let's not drink at all. And this one person that was in our group, they were like, oh, can I make bets on you guys not making it the full year? And I'm like, come on, dude, let us be. Statistically, are you wrong? No. But does your negativity help anybody? Also, no. Just like I said, just be supportive. So I have the stats, right? And I'm sure this will not surprise anyone, but I think it's helpful to know. 9% of people in the U.S. successfully keep their New Year's resolutions by the end of the year. That's not a high percent at all. Not at all. 23% of people quit by the end of the first week. So like I said, if you are still here going strong proud of you. Keep on chugging along. You are almost there. 64% of Americans, Australians, and UK citizens quit after the first month um, and 81% before the end of the year. Now, most people quit. This is interesting. Most people quit on the second Friday of the month. Um, There was a study done by Strava, which is some running and cycling tracking app. I don't know. And they actually named the second Friday of the month Quitter's Day for that reason. I don't think that's very excellent on their part. That's not very motivating. doesn't sound like they have a lot of faith in their, in their audience. But you know what? That's not going to be us this year, right? We are going to support each other in our goals and resolutions. 43% of people, this part's kind of concerning, 43% of U.S. people expect to give up on their goals by February. Now, if you expect to give up on your goals, if you expect to fail, that's kind of setting yourself up for failure, isn't it? If you don't even have faith in yourself. And so with that, I say support each other, support random strangers. The biggest thing I always see 
is in the gym. We see all the memes. Is it true? Yes. But is it helpful? No. We see the memes. We know what the gyms are like on the 2nd of January, right? They're packed. It's full of random people that have never been in the gym before. They're doing weird exercises. They're doing exercises wrong with bad form. And we, we gym goers, we get annoyed, right? We're like, oh, now the gym is packed. That's not a good mentality to have though. Realistically, if you're thinking about it, you should be happy for those people. You should be supportive of those people. They are trying. They are doing the best they can. They are out of their comfort zone. You know they're shy. You know that they feel like everyone's staring at them. You should be encouraging of them. Like, heck yeah, you're here. Proud of you. Keep it up. Right? We all started somewhere. I probably look dumb as hell my first few years of lifting. I still look dumb as hell sometimes when I'm lifting, if I'm doing something I'm not familiar with. But that's fine. We're all there for the same purpose, right? We're all there for the same reasons. It's not encouraging for us to be like, oh, you don't you don't belong here. You don't go here. So you're not allowed here. We, they have every single right to be in that gym just as much as we do. So little things like that, right? Just change that, shift that mentality, be a little bit more p- positive, a little bit more supporting of others. And then maybe our society will be a better place for our children. It all starts somewhere, right? And this sense of camaraderie, even just in this little bit of supporting random strangers and supporting your friends, that leads me into the next aspect of this episode that I love and really want to talk about. And that's just straight up accountability. You are more likely to accomplish your goals if you A, tell others about your goals Because you're sort of manifesting it. That's the way I kind of think of it. Once you say it out loud and once you tell other people, it kind of makes it real. You're sort of speaking it into existence. It makes you more determined to complete them and really see those goals through. And two, it helps others hold you accountable. If they're aware of your intentions and your goals, decent human beings will help you get there. They will help you accomplish those goals in whatever way they can. So for example, if they know, if you say, I'm really trying to read more this year, if they know that, they'll say, hey, I read this great book. You should check it out. Or, hey, uh, one of my friends has this like monthly book club I heard of. Check it out. Or, hey, what'd you read this week? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that will inadvertently help push you along. So if you were maybe thinking of falling off the bandwagon, or if you did fall off the bandwagon already, that might kind of help you redirect your habits and kind of get you back on track. If someone is like, hey, I remember you said you were trying to study Korean. How's that going? And you're like, ooh, I haven't studied in two months. But maybe that'll kind of be the refresher that you need. And you'll be like, you know what? I am going to start studying again. Maybe I'll pick it back up. Thanks for reminding me. Or thanks for, you know, kind of motivating me inadvertently, encouraging me to keep going. Whatever the case may be. And sometimes it's something as simple as if you're trying to eat healthy, like let's say you have a a goal of not eating any fast food while you're at work. If you don't tell your coworkers, they're probably going to keep inviting you to go to Popeye's or to go whatever. And if you're just like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. They're going to be like, all right, that's kind of weird. You know, why don't you want to hang out with us? Whatever the case may be. But if you're like, hey, I'm trying to eat healthy. I don't want any fast food. They'll be like, heck yeah, good for you. And then, you know what I mean? It's just that little support system that sometimes can really help you accomplish those goals that you're trying to meet. And the second part of being supportive of other people, of strangers, 
just like it's important to support them and their resolutions, it is equally, if not nine times more important to support yourself with your resolutions. You have to support yourself too. If your friend was trying to lose weight and decided to cut out all that fast food and they said, dang, you know what? I had an off day. I got busy and I didn't pack lunch or I am whatever the case may be. I ended up eating out today. If someone told you that, if your friend told you that, you wouldn't be like, damn, what a piece of shit. You couldn't even last a week without breaking your resolution. You're trash. You're never going to amount to anything but trash. You should just give up on all your goals, all your dreams, all your resolutions. You would never say that to them, right? So why would you say it about yourself? Let yourself fail. Let yourself have off days. Let yourself make mistakes or sleep in or miss, you know, a healthy meal, whatever the case may be. It doesn't mean you have to let it happen all the time. It doesn't mean you have to make excuses for it. It doesn't mean you have to let it, you know, take over your whole life. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean you, it takes over your entire outlook on all of your goals. But just be forgiving of yourself. Just remember that if your goals are difficult, if they really challenge you every day or every meal, if you're struggling, that's probably a pretty good sign and a pretty clear indicator that that's a great goal for you. And just try to remember why you're going for those goals in the first place. That's one of the big things that really motivates me when I'm like, ah, do I want to get up at four in the morning to go to the gym? I kind of remember like, okay, why am I going to the gym? That's right. I'm trying to get big body swole. I'm trying to be Ronnie Coleman size. We're going to get there, right? If you kind of remember the big picture of why you are trying to accomplish your goals, And that's going to be something personal. That is morals-based, that is values-based, whatever it's based in for you personally, individually. Write it down, mental picture, whatever you have to do. But just try and keep that in the back of your mind because ultimately that will be the best motivator for you to continue on with whatever you're trying to do. And not to be obnoxious or pretentious, but I do feel like I'm pretty good with setting goals and then actually sticking with them. And I feel like it's for a few reasons that I've learned from others, which when you think about it, or at least when I think about it, now it's kind of like, oh yeah, that's common sense. But it really isn't. Some of these things are super basic and simple, but I just didn't know about them before. So the biggest thing for me that I've noticed has helped me is setting SMART goals. And I know all the military folks out there are rolling their eyes, but honestly, it works, I promise you. So SMART is an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So for example, when I started lifting years and years ago, I just wanted to get big. I wanted to be swole. I was like, I want to be big body. I was eating heavy. I was eating consistently, lifting weights all the time. And I was like kind of seeing progress but like I wasn't really happy with it and I was like am I really seeing progress I don't know it's just kind of time is just kind of continuing on and I'm just still kind of here with this generalized goal what I just kind of felt eh about the whole thing 
And then I discovered what SMART goals were. And I started learning about some of the best ways to actually achieve goals. And I redirected my strategy. I really, I sat down and I had my little notebook and I wrote down and I decided a more focused goal, right? I said, I want to squat 200 pounds and I want to bench 100 pounds by this date. I honestly, I can't remember. Was it a year? Was it six months? I don't remember. But I said a specific date. And then when I was working towards those specific goals, and then once I met those goals, I was stoked. I, I felt so accomplished. And I was like, I was motivated to like set new goals. And I felt like I was actually making progress because I had something specific and measurable that I actually worked towards. So I knew exactly like, damn, I finally hit 200 on squat. I was so stoked. And when I hit, when I was working towards those goals, when I hit 85 pounds on bench, I was still excited. I was like, ooh, I'm getting there. I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. Only 15 pounds to go, et cetera, et cetera, right? When you have something specific like that, it's much, much easier to see that you are making progress versus before when I was like, I want to get swole. How do you know when you're swole? You're never going to be swole enough, right? You're just kind of there existing. Maybe you're making progress. Maybe you're not. You wouldn't know because you have nothing measurable to stack it against. You can't see if you're getting consistently stronger or if you're plateauing because you're not really looking at those numbers. You can't, you don't know where you're at. It's super, super important to have check-ins with these goals because then you can see like, hey, I am making progress. I'm on the right track. Just keep doing what I'm doing or I'm not making progress. Why am I still at the same weight? Why am I still lifting the same weight? Maybe I should mix something up. What can I do differently to get me to my end goal on time, right? And so when you look at those specific goals, squatting 200 pounds by this date, benching 100 pounds by this date, Those are specific, they're measurable, they're achievable. And that's a huge one I'll talk about more. And they're relevant and they're time bound. And the relevant one is really, really important too, I think. Because if I'm trying to get big, but I set my goal to be, I don't know, like, oh, let me run five marathons this year or do some crazy cardio thing, that's not really relevant to my overall desired goal or purpose of being huge. Because if you're running a lot, you're going to get lean. So if your goal is to be lean, awesome. But just make sure that your goals and your mini check-ins are actually relevant to your overall big picture moral or value-based goal. And time-bound is another very, very sneaky, important aspect of goal setting. Because you can have a great goal. But if you're like, I want to hit 200 pounds in one week, and right now I'm at 95 pounds that's not going to be achievable or time or realistic to hit in that time frame. But on the opposite end, if you don't set a time cap, if you just say, I want to hit 200 pounds, you could be working at that for a long time. Sometimes, especially if you're a procrastinator and you work better under pressure with deadlines and due dates, you might need that little foot in the butt to be like, all right, I got to, I got to stack on some pounds here right? Otherwise, if you don't set that time cap, you're going to be maybe working on that goal forever and you'll maybe never achieve it. But personally, I think the achievable aspect, that A of SMART goals, that's huge. So let me dive into that one a little bit more. 
you have to have to have to be realistic with what you are asking yourself to do, right? You have to set an achievable goal so you are setting yourself up for success, especially with New Year's resolutions. Because I feel like people always go to extremes, especially with New Year's resolutions, because they'll always, they'll go from, let's say, never working out, never being active, not owning a gym membership, to I'm going to work out seven days a week. I'm going to do two a days. I'm going to, you know, run four marathons this year. I'm going to run 12 miles a week. That's not realistically achievable for you. You're kind of set, you're just setting yourself up for failure. I'm going to, you know... I'm going to walk my dog three times a day, every single day. That's not sustainable. You know what I mean? Like you have to know where your starting point is and go from there. If you set your goals that are just way beyond your level, if they're not achievable, they're not realistic, realistically, you're going to end up falling short of them and then you're just going to get discouraged and you're going to maybe give up on the whole goal entirely. You're not going to achieve your goals. And like I said, you want them to be challenging. You want them to be difficult. If you're already going to the gym three times a week and you're like, yeah, my New Year's resolution is to go one day a week. Like you're not challenging yourself. You're not going to develop further. But you also can't do extremes. You have to be reasonable. And, you know, like if you never cook at all, if you eat fast food every single meal, don't go full cold turkey. Start with maybe three days a week, two days a week, one day a week you pack food. Whatever is reasonable. Because the the main mini goal, if I will, that you should set for completing your goal should be actually accomplishing it because you can always change it later you can always get you can always adjust as needed but you want to make sure that something that you're actually going to be able to accomplish because I will say once you start beating your goals and accomplishing things it's kind of addicting like you just get so excited to see what else you can do and there's nothing saying that you can't change your new year's resolution consistency is going to be key. Maybe you start with working out or eating healthy or reading, whatever your focus is. Like I said, start with one or two days a week. Then after a couple months, if you're if it becomes a habit and you're like, yeah, I can do this. This is easy. Let's bump it up a notch. Go ahead. Do three times a week or more. You do you. In the end, it's getting you closer to your ultimate goal of personal development or healthier lifestyles or a happier life, whatever your goal is, right? And besides setting smart goals, the other thing that really, really helped me change my mindset and kind of kick off my goal accomplishing mentality, if you will, is the idea that you can start today. You can start anything today. You actually don't have to wait until Monday or the first of the month or until after that thing you're worried about is over or the first of the year to set a new resolution. I actually don't normally make New Year's resolutions. Um, I usually don't really support them kind of out of principle because for me, if I want to start doing something or stop doing something, I just want to do that right then and there. If you procrastinate on your goals or put them off until that Monday or the first, whatever you're waiting on, 
the chance of you actually completing them goes way down. I think it's because you're basing your success off of external factors on calendar dates, on other people, on other factors that are not directly controlled by you. If you say, I want to meal prep, I want to eat healthier, I want to cut out fast foods, but then it's, it happens to be a Wednesday or a Thursday, and so you're like, well, you know, like it's the middle of the week, like I'll just, I'll just wait until Monday. No, 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 no. Start, start on Wednesday. Start tonight. You don't know what your Monday is going to look like. Maybe something comes up. Maybe you're busy. Maybe you come home late. Anything can happen. And if you wait until that date, you're just putting things off longer. Start on a Wednesday. That's the best time to start, I think. Because it gets you in the habit of taking action immediately. It gets you in the habit of saying like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stick to it. We're starting right now. It helps with the motivation. It helps with the consistency because any action is better than no action. And it really helps with that failure mentality too, because a lot of times, understandably, we see people have the best intentions, but if one thing throws them off, if, like I said, they end up forgetting to bring their lunch they packed or they sleep in and miss the gym or they, whatever the case may be, something happens, life happens throws them off their resolution for one day and they end up saying like, well, now I have to wait till next week or Monday or, oh, I broke my resolution. So I guess that's it for the resolution. It doesn't have to be. If one thing throws you off, that's okay. Don't throw out the whole resolution or the whole goal from one mistake or miss like mess up. It shouldn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be like that. If you mess up on your diet, your work schedule, whatever. Okay. There's tomorrow. Don't give up so quickly. Just be forgiving of yourself. Let yourself make mistakes, like I said in the beginning, and just try again. Just keep on chugging along the next day. And personally, I believe that broken New Year's resolutions are absolutely better than not making resolutions at all. You at least tried. You did your best. You made the attempt in the conscious effort to better yourself in some way or another, and I think that's great. Ultimately, I think we should just all want the best for each other. We should do what we can to support each other so we can get there and just make good choices. Be decent human beings. It's as simple as that, honestly. So that is it for me this week. I will catch y'all next week. Thank you as always for tuning in and for supporting me and my podcast. I really appreciate y'all. Let me know if you have any feedback on this and yeah okay bye